This episode of Health by Design is brought to you by vegetables. They're good for you, but ain't no freaking buddy trying to market them, and there's no trademark diet really to try to sell you to make them look sexy. So eat your vegetables and start living stronger, longer, and better today. Looking to live stronger, longer, and better? Then welcome to Health by Design, hosted by leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Bohr Alexander. After years of traveling and studying around the world, Roar combines his decades of Western health and fitness knowledge with the many time-proven traditions and secrets of the ancient East to bring you only the best in cutting-edge information and special guest interviews that will have you feeling great, losing weight, and finally grabbing a hold of everything you want out of life. So if you're ready to take control of your body, health, and mind, then it's time for Health by Design. Hey everybody, welcome to Health by Design. The podcast is all about helping you live stronger, longer, and better. I'm uh, glad that I can finally start getting these things on a roll, starting to bring them out weekly here like I like I wanted originally. Now, I'm going to try to bring them out weekly. Uh, the, the goal, I believe I said before on one of my older ones was to do it bi-weekly, but I'm going to aim for weekly if I can. Let's see how it goes. Um... I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to get into it. I don't have to worry about it right now. But, you know, I don't want to get into where you're just doing a podcast for the sake of a podcast. And you start repeating the same crap. I've actually followed, I should say unfollowed, two podcasts this month because two of them, were, they were just, it was just becoming the same thing again and again and again because a couple of them were daily podcasts, like once they go out again. And I'm like, God, if I hear you guys talk about the same things again, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to kill somebody. So, Decided to get rid of that, and that is not what I want to do. I don't want to become Dr. Oz, where I just start filling this show with crap and weird stuff just for the sake of having a show. But for now and for the foreseeable future, I think once a week is not something too hard, and I'm going to try to stick with these 30-minute uh, episodes. I'm not going to waste a lot of time going on about blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. So today's episode is about designing a healthier home in 2020 and beyond. And let's be honest, we freaking need it. This whole virus thing, this C-19, that is going on a lot longer than I think most people thought. Most people thought it'd be around for a while, but I remember back in March, April, okay, by the fall, it'll be gone. Then by the summer, okay, maybe by the winter, it, it's not going, like, we're in almost December, The we're, we're in December now, and it's not going anywhere. And I'll be honest, 2021 is not looking a heck of a lot better, so if you guys are thinking, hey, January the 1st, happy new year, y'all, great, everything, 2020 is behind us, no, it's just going to be a long continuation. Let's just call it 2020.5, because it's not going anywhere. So we really need to start thinking about designing a healthy home in 2020 and beyond, uh, and and. Let's talk about why, because a lot has been taken from us, right? It's been taken, then it's kind of given back, and then it's taken again, given back, taken again. Then when it's given back, it's kind of in a really shitty way. You know, like I've talked about in my last podcast, yeah, I can go to the gym, but I have to wear a freaking mask, got to book times. Like when I go to the pool now, it's such a pain in the ass. Like a year ago, I went to the pool, I'd go to the gym, the pool, and I'd sit in the sauna after the hot tub. All that's gone now. Now you just got to go online. You got to book your hour. You got to be there. If you're even five minutes late, they give away your spot. You got to be there beforehand. You got to wait outside in the cold. You only get the laps. There's no, all the saunas all taped off. Showers like two minute shower. So it's just, it just sucks. So if there's nothing we can do to stop things from getting constantly open, closed, open, closed, and things taken away from us, then 
What we can do is we can bring the outside things that we enjoyed, the outside things that made our lives better, and bring them into our homes in at least some aspects. Yes, some won't be as great, obviously, but there's some really great stuff we can do, especially with technology and the things we have access to nowadays. There's really no way that we can't to rebuild our lives and even maximize our health better in our homes than 2018, 20, and any time in your life. Finally, a few people are starting to get this, right? So the first thing we're going to talk about, and this is what a lot of people are doing, but it's kind of like they, they're starting here, they're stopping here, and there's so much more, but that is building a home gym. You now need to own a home gym, and I'm going to be doing another episode coming up very soon. Now, I do have an older episode. If you go back to, it's probably like episode five or six, I talk about building a gym. I'm going to redo that one. I'm going to kind of 2020 it up. Um, I'm not even going to listen to my old one because what I'm going to do is I'm going to record it and I'm going to see how much of it matches up with what I said before. But a home gym doesn't have to be crazy. At the same time, I don't want you building some shitty women's health, men's health BS home gym. You know, all you need is a band and a tube. No, 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 no. And you can't just use a pair of dumbbells, okay? I'm saying, listen, if you're going to build a home gym, let's do it well. I'm not saying you have to have an entire garage. I have my home gym in my living room, okay? But it's a squat rack. It's a barbell. I do have a heavy bag for outside in the summertime. You know, you can do some shadow boxing in the in the winter. Uh, if you have a garage, great, do it. But if you don't, you really do need access to it. You need to bench press. You need to squat. You need some bar. And I, honestly, a barbell just, I know it's bigger, but you can't get shorter ones. But building yourself a really home gym is really important. So uh, I do have ideas. I'm not going to go into talk about this forever. Like I said, I'll do an episode about that. You can go to most fitness stores. They can help you out. You know, there's adjustable dumbbells you can get. That's great. Get yourself an adjustable bench. There's some smaller squat racks you can get. Some with even independent arms. This stuff is possible to get. You may have to order it and wait a while. But hey, like I said, 2020 is not going anywhere. Order it. Wait. You got to wait six weeks? You. That's fine. Because gyms ain't going to be any better in six months. So you might as well just, you know, do what you can do now and uh, build yourself that home gym because you need it. Number two, uh, the next one I want to talk about is kitchen design, right? I said everybody's building off home gyms and stuff like that, but let's talk about the kitchen. Kitchen's so important. Kitchen is where nutrition is. That is the nutrition center. That is the health center of your home. So start building and designing a kitchen. Start adding things that you know, you're not eating out anymore. Maybe you want to start maybe making your own sushi at home. Learn to cook. Learn to make some interesting foods at home. All right, learn how to maybe make some Indian dishes, make some Thai dishes. You know, my wife, she's going to be doing some private Thai cooking classes, you know. There's other people. Oh, I said, you know, last podcast said I wasn't going to say you know anymore. Got to watch that. Bad habit, by the way, me saying you know. So if you, if you hear me say it too many times, you call me out on it, okay? But... You know, learn to roll some sushi. There's sushi kits. I know the big bookstore here in Canada can get you like a, a sushi kit. Paint your freaking kitchen. Make it look nice. Give it a restaurant feel. Go to Ikea. Pick yourself up some of those uh, stainless steel or, you know, those silvery kind of things you can hang pots on. Get your pots and pans hanging. Get yourself some nice appliances, right? I just, the other day, great Black Friday special. I got a, uh, normally it's $150. I got it for 69 bucks, a five liter air fryer right we've been making some faux fried food the last week and it's been absolutely delicious use i don't think it uses any oil ours i have to double check with the wife because she's been cooking most of it but i know some of them you only use like a teaspoon of oil some of them you use no oil so i have to check with her you know 
Oh, I said it again. <laughs> oh, terrible. A food scale. I have a soda, one of those soda machines. May create and start developing a kitchen that inspires you. And I'm not saying you got to go and renovate. I, I just got a rental apartment. And I asked them if I could do some fixing it up. But I'm not. I didn't tear down any walls. What I did is I painted the walls in this kind of nasty, creamy yellow color. I call, I call it the jaundice walls I created. I just made them white, nice and bright white. I did a little bit of black trim, added some nice wood shelving, added some of those stainless steel, uh, Ikea, you know, a functional decoration items. Got my pots and pans. I got this nice little wood island, a very small wood island. I think it was only like 100 bucks. In the middle, I got keep my glass jars on. It looks nice. Got my fruit bowl in the middle. I bought one of those magnetic knife things you put on the wall um, and you can hang your knives on. It looks really cool. I, I basically made my kitchen kind of feel more like like a restaurant or cafe sort of feel. I was kind of going for a cafe feel, kind of like the cafes I used to hang out over in Thailand. So got some wood shelving there from Ikea. I bought just that really cheap wood shelving that a lot of people use in um, just the shops or the garages. But I threw that in. It looks great because I like the white with the wood, a little bit of black. Threw some plants in there. Grot myself, like I said, some really cool new appliances. I got the, um, like I said, I got the the air fryer, food scale. Uh, what else did I get recently? Um, what else I got going on? Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, I got coffee press in there. Um, don't really use the microwave much. Stainless steel pots uh, and pans. So really, just just souped up the kitchen a lot. Made it a place that when you walk in, it screams health. I got the really nice, I bought this little, again, just from Ikea. I think it was like 40 bucks, plastic wood shelf. But that's my supplement shelf. I squeeze it in between this wall and the fridge. I paint a nice blackboard wall on the uh, uh, in the kitchen. And we use some chalk on it. It says, you know, did you remember to take your, and I got a picture of the sunshine. But basically, you know, without going through what they, basically it's, did you take your vitamin D? Did you take your fish oil? But I use a little kind of emojis, little pictures for it. Kind of cute. So get out there and start designing your kitchen, brighten it up, add some lights. One of the first things I did the second I moved in here, I turned on the oven light. It was kind of, again, that yellow, that awful yellow soft light. Switch that for a nice bright daylight. Really just makes the food look appetizing, right? The greens and the reds are real greens and reds. They're not like kind of washed out browns because of that light. So little things like that. You'd be amazed I want some fresh paint, a little bit of greenery, and just a little bit of interior design can do in the kitchen. It's an important place to do that. Number three is set up your bedroom and set up your home for sleep optimization. Now, go back to the last podcast and listen to, you know, I talked a little bit about circadian rhythm. Now, we're not going to get into it. Today, what I want to talk about, what I'm talking to you guys more about is what I call the hardware, right? So this is the things that we can do to design our house. These are the physical changes we can do to design our house to make it better. Now, of course, that is not any good if you're not going to be putting in the software. And the software is the actions and the habits that you can take. And I have a talk about that called the hardware and the software. Say, okay, these are the pieces you need to have to make your life better. But you can have all the pieces in the world, but if you don't use them and you don't create habits around them, then it's going to be useless. So let me give you an example uh, for the bedroom. So in my home, we use special circadian lighting. So after 7 p.m., even 6.30 now, we turn on these low blue, low green bulbs called the bedroom bulb. Now, if you go out and you buy yourself some bedtime bulbs, 
and you put them in lamps, but then you don't use them or you don't use them well. Maybe you only shove one in your bedroom, but you're out watching TV till 10 o'clock at night. Well, then you've got the hardware, but you're not doing the software, right? You're not taking the habits. So I have a bedtime bulb in my kitchen. And after 7 p.m., all we use is the lamp from a bedtime bulb on one side. We have a crystal Himalayan rock salt lamp on the other side. So our kitchen's, you know, just a glowy, nice orange glow. The living room only has a bedroom bulb. The bathroom has, I have two different kinds of lights in my washroom, right? I have a bedtime bulb. Went to Ikea, had to put it up myself because most bathrooms, you know, they, a lot of them just have the one kind of lights and if it's a smaller apartment, it just might even be the light just above the sink. I had to go and I had to actually put up a plug-in style lamp with a bedroom bulb in it. Bedroom, of course, also has the bedroom bulb. So after 7 p.m., my whole home is set up for sleep optimization, especially focusing on that major key, not the only key element, but the major key element, which is light. So get your home set up with circadian lighting. And then listen to my last podcast where I talked about the other things, the other three, the other two big things you need to do to help set up your sleep. And in your bedroom, make sure it's, you know, cool. Keep the temperature cool. Keep Make sure you're using good quality bedding, good quality blankets, good quality pillows. Get yourself a special pillow, special pillows that are good for your neck for based on the way you sleep. Get yourself a mattress. Go out there and look. There's so many great natural and healthier options now for mattresses. Where are you a back sleeper? Are you a stomach sleeper? Are you a side sleeper? And get a mattress that suits that. We do better on a harder mattress because we're back sleepers. So we like a harder mattress. So optimize your bedroom and your entire home and those actions that you need to take for sleep optimization include doing a little turning off the TVs an hour before bed, maybe doing a little bit of meditation, a little bit of breathing, maybe just reading by your bedtime bulb. If you want to do some of that, um, what is it, that um, progressive muscle relaxation. My wife, you know, she does a Hina yoga. It's her own style of yoga that blends Thai yoga, India yoga. She uses progressive muscle relaxation techniques. She uses circadian lighting. She uses special scents in her yoga practices. And that's why it's called a Hina. The Hina means complete. She has a complete, holistic and healthy, very interesting, very novel style of yoga. And that's not that's that's pretty hard to do nowadays because there's a lot of stupid people the people doing stupid yoga, right? You got wine yoga, beer yoga, pet yoga, ridiculous like pot yoga. There's so many stupid yogas. I'm like, wow, you came up with a really solid style of yoga based on Thai elements, Indian elements, some Tibetan elements, some sound therapy, essential oil therapy, uh, holistic. You got circadian rhythm in there. She based it on the Ayurveda clock. So there's different practices for different times of the days. Basically two styles. There's de-stress practices and activation practices for when you want to get up and going in the morning, make you feel good, give you that energy. So really cool stuff. But this is not a podcast about Ahina Yoga, but I just wanted to touch on, you know, the kind of stuff that we do to maximize and optimize our sleep routines. Number four is give yourself stress-free zones, right? And I'm not just talking about the better. I'm not talking about sleeping. Your home should be a place where you can come and forget the stresses of the day. 
So one of those things I want you to do, and I kind of had this as point 10, so we're going to knock this back to nine top things because I'm going to throw, I'm going to erase that right now. And we're going to put in here stress-free zones. The first thing you want you to do is turn off all those notifications, all those dings and beeps after a certain time. Commit to a time. Is it six o'clock? Is it seven o'clock? Is it eight o'clock? Get rid of it. And then go and build yourself a Zen zone, a meditation zone, a breathing zone, a place where you can just sit, relax, focus on your mind, focus on your breath. It does not have to be big. Couple cushions on the floor, little essential oil diffuser, whatever you want. Give yourself a nice stress-free Zen zone. Every house has to have one. I've talked about this many times. Talk about Instagram. I've talked about it everywhere that I freaking talk about shit. I'm like, you need to have kitchen for nutrition. You know, the bedroom for sleeping. You got the bathroom for hygiene and and like for some recovery. Right? They kind of get that spa experience, which I'll be talking about in a moment. You need, you know, you have the the, the living room. You you got your area to watch TV. You got your areas for socializing. But nobody builds an area like they do in India and different parts of the Middle East, where and in Asia, where they'll have a little, you know, little um thing, an altar built or a little area, a prayer area, where that's where they go and that's their spirit time. So that's what you need to get. You don't have to think of it as spirit time, but it's just your stress-free zone. Number five is developing and building a home that emphasizes NEAT. And what is NEAT again? That is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Again, I've talked about this so many times, but that means burning calories, movement that is not exercise. Examples, Roar? Okay, a standing desk, sitting on a Swiss ball, sitting on the floor while you're watching TV, having some foam rollers, having some bands, uh, having a stand-up place, maybe where you do your, where you drink your coffee in the morning, right? Instead of just getting standing straight out of bed, you just been lying down in bed for eight hours. Instead of just standing straight up and plopping yourself down in a chair, stand up, do some stretching, have a little stretching routine. In the mornings, I get up, and I have a couple of routines that I do. And for for the sake of this one, I'll talk about my stretch routine. This is not a sweaty stretch. I'm not doing a full-out yoga class. I put on a, a, usually I'll put on a YouTube video and I just do some really light stretching, bend down, touching the toes, a few twists, lie down. I just do a really easy 10 minute stretch routine. And I've talked about this before too. I have a very low furniture. It used to be a no furniture, but it's a low furniture home. And even the furniture I buy, I'm always saying to myself, is this functional furniture? We just bought two Papasan chairs. And the reason we bought them is because there's so many different positions you can sit on it. And I always really liked the idea of having kind of meditation seating where you sit there cross-legged and these are great because they're like basically it's like a big cotton bowl (laughs) it's just basically i can describe it's a bamboo and cotton bowl and you can just sit cross-legged in it right so that's how we sit in our seats we sit cross-legged a lot at home and we sit on the floor i got tons of floor space and yoga mats so we still emphasize sitting on the floor a lot but when we do want to chill out we'll chill out in our papa sand chair that allows us to kind of have different positions to sit versus just that typical that very non good for you 90 degree sitting angle where you're sitting on your butt knees or legs you know 90 degrees and then your feet down we make sure that we have much more furniture that allows us for more mobility so setting yourself up with a neat home office i use a standing desk I talked about that before uh, i have a bar stool that i can use and lean on actually speaking about that i'm going to stand up right now so i'm going to move this microphone a bit there we go so i can continue recording this while i'm standing up 
Um, number six, we're going to be doing a spa at home. Hey, Health by Designers. I am so happy to bring you an all new 100% free VIP video masterclass designed to help you discover how to live stronger, longer, better, lose weight, and keep it off for life. It's delivered right to your inbox and on demand. No BS booking time slots, no complicated software, no confirming your email, no creating an account. I know you're busy and like me, you cannot be forced to pick some inconvenient time to sit at your screen for 45 minutes on somebody else's clock. So who did I design this masterclass for? Busy, professional, 30s and overs who are tired of wasting their time at the gym, tired of trendy, restricting diets, and simply tired of not getting the results they should be getting for all those effing hours, classes, skip social events, and money dumped into false promises. If you honestly just cannot listen to another shirtless or bikini-clad 23-year-old so-called health expert on Instagram and YouTube yapping about ripped six-packs, getting swole, jacked, or building that poppin' booty, and you're ready to get serious and start right away with someone who actually knows what they're talking about, then this program is 100% for you. So now you probably want to know, well, what do I get in this masterclass? Well, you get all the same coaching information I share with my high-end coaching clients. Nutrition, better physical activity, better sleep, better stress management, and of course, effective and efficient exercise. And you will leave with tons of great takeaways that you can easily start to add to your busy life today. Now, the last question is, how do I get this masterclass? Well, it's simple. Just visit www.roaralexander.com VIP. Sign up with your email and get the VIP masterclass sent right to your inbox. Like I said, this is on your time. No software, no time slots, no apps, no confusing access codes. It's simple, private, and no strings attached. My goals have never changed, and that's to give you realistic information, inspiration, motivation, and habit changes to start living stronger, longer, and better today. So that link again is www.roaralexander.com VIP to get instant access. And now, let's get back to Health by Design. Building a spa at home, like I talked about before. Was it this episode or the last episode? I can't remember, but going to the spa has been taken away. I'm pretty sure it was this episode, right? I have a little bit of a brain fart right there. But the spa has been taken away from us. The sauna has been taken away, and I love it. So get building a one at home, and it doesn't have to be crazy. This could even just be, like I talked about before, it's just I change the lights in my bathroom. So my bathroom, I call it a yin-yang room, right? In the morning, it's that yang energy. It's bright. I got the peppermint smell going. It's about getting clean, hygienic, building energy for the day. I have that cold shower in the morning. But at nighttime, it's the opposite. I come home from work. First thing I do is I fill up the bathtub with some nice hot water. I turn on the bedtime bulb. I have a little crystal Himalayan rock lamp. And then in that diffuser, I have lemongrass. And I put a couple drops in the tub as well. I throw in a cup of magnesium salts. And I throw in uh, a couple tablespoons of just pure sea salt. And I just relax. I kick back sometimes to the podcast. Sometimes I just kick back with nothing. And I just enjoy that experience. Now, sometimes what I'll do is I'll have a hot shower. You know, what I'll do is uh, while I'm filling up the tub, I'll turn on the hot water really high. So I close the door and make sure the fan's off. And when I walk in there, that room is just packed with steam because it's almost airtight. Now, if you have the money you want to renovate, Go build yourself, go to the, you know, wherever it is, we're in your city, 
look into a steam shower. I used a steam shower in Taiwan at this hotel. There was this hotel there that specialized. It was kind of known. Its niche was its little, I guess, its gimmick or niche, whatever it was sauna. So you 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 had a hot tubs, it had a steam room, had everything down in the basement. But even in your own room, every room came equipped with a really nice steam shower. And believe me, that is something that when I move out of this rental place and when we build start building our place in Thailand or where we go to permanently, steam shower is definitely something I will be spending probably a number of thousands of dollars on. But it's apps they are absolutely awesome. Now, if you don't want to renovate, another option, of course, is going and getting yourself an infrared sauna. And I'm not talking, my dad back in the 80s when we had our place, he had his place, I should say, he built himself an actual like wooden Russian style sauna. You know, the old, the, it's kind of with the rocks, you put the water on it. And all. That's not what I'm talking about. You don't have to build yourself a room, okay? You don't have to go to the city and get any permits. An infrared sauna, such as the ones by Radiant Health Saunas, sometimes you'll hear their ads on here. These plug in. They just plug in. It's just basically, it's like a wooden, it's a big wooden phone booth sort of really, right? And the one and the two person models, because the first thing I said, I said, do I need some kind of fancy electricity for this? Does it have to be plugged in to kind of like you would plug a washer dryer into? And depending on the size you get, the answer is no. The one and two person, you can just plug right into your wall, right? So get out there and think of saying, you know what? Do I like the sauna? Is it something that's been taken away from me? Is it something that I value so much that I don't want it ever taken away from me again? And I do have the space. I can find the space, even if it's just the one person one. But put in an infrared sauna and start developing a spa at home. Now, number seven is nature, right? Start to build nature in and out of your home. And let me talk about outdoor first because this is a pet peeve of mine. And it really shouldn't be. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. Is that in the summertime, I'll be walking around, especially during lockdown, and all these people have these houses with great balconies, big balconies, and so many people don't use them. They're just sitting empty. They got maybe a little bit of a, maybe a French beast or something. there. never see anybody out on beautiful sunny days. Nobody's out on them. My backyard in my last place, we had a backyard and we have a backyard at this place here in Vancouver. We use it in the summertime. We use that thing every day. Every day we're out there laying down, getting some sun or doing something. We built a little, just little crappy wooden area, threw a tarp down on it, a couple lawn chairs. But we are outside all the time. We're taking walks. We take a walk every morning. We found some forested areas. We can take a walk. So if you have, if you invested in a place that has a freaking balcony, use it. Grab a cup of coffee, sit out there, eat your dinner on it, have some breakfast on it. We use ours all the time. We'd have breakfast on it. We have lunch on it. We have little barbecues on it. We'd have Thai hot pot on it. Get out there. Use your balcony. Use your patios. Now, the neighbors behind us, they got an amazing one. I mean, they went all out. They got the outdoor sofas. They got a big screen TV hanging on the wall. I mean, they, they went all out. And that's, that's all. Because when I move to Thailand, when we get our final spot, that's what I'm having. I mean, we're going to have... 50-inch TV out there, Bluetooth stereos with the chairs. are going to have me an outdoor gym the whole nine yards. Now, you know, do fun things. Add some outdoor furniture. Maybe if you want to, make a little, create like a little rock path or what I call a, um, uh, you know, just a little um, a zen mound, you know, little rocks that you can walk on and get your feet a little bit of work. I forget exactly what I call them right now. Um, but gardening. You know, put a bird bath out there, a little bird feeder. We like to have in the summertime, we have a, uh, and actually all year round, uh, I do have to fill it though, hummingbird feeders, right? We like to have, the, we like to have a bird feeder, a hummingbird feeder. 
Uh, some really cool stuff nowadays. You got fire pits. You got uh, weatherproof Bluetooth speakers. So if you have access to an outdoor area, even a little balcony, use it. Now, if you don't, or even if you do, regardless of if you don't, bring nature inside. Elements of nature are so healthy for us. And one thing that our brains are wired for is nature. So in my house, we've done a bit of biophilic work, right? We've added a green wall in the living room. Now it's a fake green wall, but it's still a green wall in the living room. We have in the kitchen a number of plants growing. We got some pretty big plants. We got some snake plants. We got some kind that are really good ones for cleaning the air, plus just a bunch of other really great plants. But bring some nature inside of your house. Plants are awesome. And if you're not a plant person, you're not really like, you're not very good at keeping them alive. Things like snake plants, aloe vera there's quite a few plants out there that are really honestly quite easy to keep alive i have a chinese money tree i have a chinese coin plant so we have lots of plants and i am honestly becoming quite a big fan of plants and um even in my office now at my clinic uh, my weight loss clinic here in vancouver i've actually built a green wall for my podcast and i got a couple plants going in there and i'm going to be working a bit more on that uh, have a again an essential oil diffuser going in there that I use some cypress, so I like to have kind of that nature smell uh, in my home and in my office space. Number eight, build yourself. Start designing yourself a greener and cleaner home with less toxins, less chemicals, whatever you want to call them, less man-made chemically things that are just plain bad for you. Now, how bad they are they for you? Some are really bad. Some are maybe not too bad. You put them all together though, you just get bad. So really the simplest ways I'm going to do this guys is try to find good quality natural laundry soaps. Don't have anything, anything that's got perfumes and dyes in it, just get rid of it right now. So your laundry soap, I'm not going to go over brands. Just go get yourself some basic laundry soda. No sense, no nothing. Don't get in any of that crap. If your house smells like a laundromat, then you've, then you've made a mistake. Get yourself some healthy cleaners. I clean my house with hydrogen peroxide. I clean my house with um, what's oxygenated bleach, which I think is just another term for hydrogen peroxide. Vinegar. Uh, essential lemon, uh, essential, essential lemon essential oil. So I've always said, if you can't put it in your mouth, you probably shouldn't be wiping down your house with it. Your house—I don't know why people think you have to have these crazy, chemically plaid things for your house. Like, what are you, the fuck are you doing? Are you, do you have a toxic dump in your house? There's nothing that a little bit of just Dr. Bronner's soap, some vinegar, and hydrogen peroxide is not gonna clean. I swear to God, it, that's all you need. You know, a little bit of essential oil if you want. Some lemon or orange essential oils in there. Get yourself for dusting some microfiber cloths with water on them. But that you don't need anything beyond that. Like, really, you don't. Ask yourself, like, what do I need that I can't clean with soap, water, vinegar, and hydrogen peroxide, which is basically just a much healthier bleach. I mean, can you put a tablespoon of bleach in your mouth? No. Can you put a tablespoon of 3% hydrogen peroxide in your mouth? Yes. So very simple. Both do the same thing. Hydrogen peroxide, yeah, spray it and leave it on for you know a little bit longer, you know, a couple moments, but it's going to feel a lot better and it's going to feel a lot better on your hands. It's going to feel a lot better in your nose. So 
do that. And then you can start looking into all those endocrine disrupting things you talk about, like the, like the kind of perfumes you're using, the kind of creams you're putting on your skin, the kind of soaps. For soap, honestly, I use one soap for everything. Okay, I'm one of those typical guys, you know, that's a guy, that's a guy who uses 10 and 1, my 18 and 1. I use Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's, he can do my dishes. Dr. Bronner's is my body soap of choice for me, the whole family. Dr. Bronner's is my shampoo. Dr. Bronner's is my shaving cream. That's it. And I love it. It's absolute great stuff. And I don't even get the ones with the essential oils in it. Um, so it's got no scent. I just use the unscented one. And then I have a couple glass bottles. Because again, another thing about detoxing is trying to get rid of as most of the plastics where you are keeping in either food or keeping in things you're putting on your skin, try to switch to glass. So I got these little glass pump bottles from Ikea and I fill those with Dr. Bronner's and then I put in a couple drops. So I have one that's a peppermint essential oils kind of for the morning and I have one that's a chamomile, a little bit of lemongrass, more for the evenings if I'm having that bath in the evening. So try to start to just cut down. The easiest ways to do it is your cleaners, um, from laundry, dishes, and what you clean your house with. You clean that, fix that up stuff. I said, like, clean that up, and you'll be well on your way to a much greener and cleaner home. And then finally, the last one is social connection, right? Don't let this whole thing... I, I don't even know where to start with this. There is so much anxiety, depression, suicide rates going up. People like, oh, this, you know... Domestic violence, just because people are getting lonely, and why we're all so worried about this COVID, and, and, and whether you think COVID's a big deal or not, whether you're whether you're like, okay, it's got a point zero zero one chance of killing me at my age, and that's a big deal to me or not, don't it doesn't matter. The problem is we're having a major social problem. So creating a home that welcomes and inspires connection. That could mean just we're going to sit around and eat at a table. We're not going to have TV during that. Um, you can go and set yourself up with online connection. Go get a hook of webcam up to the TV. Get a, get, get Tony Stark with it, right? That's what I'm planning on doing. Going to have that nice YouTube. I can have uh, FaceTime with my friends or family on my uh, computer here. So start figuring out ways to get more social if you can, if you're in places where you can have people over safely or whatever, then have them over. If it's outside, you know, maybe a garage. Can you not set up a couple? Maybe put a heater and a couple chairs in the garage. Have a garage gym slash hangout area. Build, I don't build a bar in your garage. I don't care what you do. But don't let this social distancing stop you from social connecting. Okay, so that's the big thing. And, and, oh, sorry, I shouldn't should have said that. Let's call it physical distancing should not interfere with social connecting. So go out there, start designing a home that is going to, whether it's through online or live, to get you more connected with people. Start joining some groups, you know, start having group videos in your house. Do whatever it is you need to do. I don't know. Just put some thought into it. I can't do all the thinking for you. I mean, I know what I do. Like I told you, I would probably, if I had a garage, gym, a garage, I'd probably build a garage social area. I would definitely look into having computers or webcams so I could start doing more Zoom, more FaceTimes. And I would, our host, we always eat at the dinner table. Damon always says, you know, can he go eat in front of the TV? We're like, no, you're going to sit here and eat with us. We talked about how was school today. 
and all that. We talk about what happened with our days. So that's it, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, just like every podcast, I hope there's at least one thing you take away from it. Let me know what you thought about it. You know, you can uh, always drop me a five stars in, uh, in down in the Apple iTunes um, review area. You can also leave me a review. And of course, always subscribe that hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any Health by Design episodes. And if you're so inclined, like the ad said earlier, remember to check out my 100% free masterclass at RoarAlexander.com slash VIP to learn a bunch of new useful health and fitness stuff that you can take action on right away. And of course, if your time has come to get some professional help on your journey to living stronger, longer, and better, no matter where you are in the world, by the way, this is virtual coaching. This is live coaching with me through the computer fitness programs, nutrition guidance, stress management, time management, sleep. Uh, we get, I, you get a ton of stuff with my coaching. A lot more, I can say this a lot more than pretty much anybody else, period. Then go to my website and set up your free no pressure sales and private no what is it? Then set go to my website, I should say it's sales and go to my no sales pressure cuz to be honest, I'm not into high sales pressure. I'm not here. If you want to do it, great. I'm here to help you. If you don't want to do it, great. I won't help you. It's as simple as that. Uh, and private coaching call with me. And that's at www.roaralexander.com slash free call. And until next time, remember, I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, a heck of a lot better. This has been the Health by Design podcast with Canada's leading healthy living expert and wellness architect, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to Health by Design through your favorite podcast provider. And then don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to stay up to date with my latest blogs, speaking events, and exclusive interviews with guests from all around the world. While you're there, be sure to check out my coaching options to help you on your own personal health journey, set up your free call, and together, let's see how I can help you starting today. And until next time, remember... I'm here to help you live stronger, longer, and as always, better.